When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Just a reminder that Diet Starts Tomorrow is a podcast for entertainment purposes only. It is not a medical podcast and does not constitute medical advice. Always seek the advice of a physician or a health professional. Welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Emily. And I'm Lauren. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. We are going to get into a Dear DST today, but first, top of my list, I wanted to talk to you about something. Okay. You've seen this TikTok that Jessica Biel made about eating in the shower. I still don't think it's real, but go on. You think she's lying? I think it's a face tune. (laughs) It can't be real. I don't think there's a Jessica Biel filter on TikTok. But she posted on her own account, so it's real. She posted it's, be real. it's real. It's real, Lauren. I wish it wasn't <laughs> real. But if anybody hasn't seen this, go to Jessica Biel's TikTok account. She posted a video last week when we're recording this, and I can't stop thinking about it. Basically, she says she loves to eat in the shower, <laughs> and she named a few foods specifically that are shower-safe foods that she likes to eat in the shower, including yogurt and cereal, two of probably the worst foods that I could think of eating in the shower. And then I was trying to think when I saw this, I was trying to think like, what foods would I actually dare to eat in the shower? There isn't one. Nothing. I thought like maybe steamed veggies. No, like chew gum. If you really need to do something. Oh, God. But then you get water in your mouth. See, this is what is so disgusting. Like the idea of your favorite food being wet. Yeah. No. And I just kept thinking like, why do celebrities come out? I feel like every couple years somebody comes out and says something crazy. They do. That they think is going to be so relatable. But then- the internet responds and it's always like, yeah, we don't do that. Like a few years ago, I think it was Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell were talking about how they don't wash their kids mm. <laughs> and like how they don't take showers. Well, it's because these people are in a bubble. Like nobody in, nobody in their immediate surroundings is being like, hey, this is a little gross. You know, like they right. have yes people around them. And so <laughs> it's not until they get to a public social media post that we're all like, mm, that's gross. That's not Right. But now there's no recourse for them. Like after they've just said something crazy. Like, do you think they do you think she ran it by her assistant first? Like, hey, I'm going to post about eating in the shower. And the assistant was like, yes, girl, everyone does. She must be trolling us. I feel like she's trolling. I'm having so much trouble wrapping my brain around like 
I can maybe see somebody eating in the tub. Like you're taking a self-care oh. bath and you want to have like takeout or something. But People if you're even in a, have trays yeah, for the tub. But a shower, she even, she said coffee, tea. And it's like my, tea? my creamer of choice isn't like hot soap scum. Soap water. What are you yeah. talking about? That's not hygienic. She's also so casual in the video. She's like, Hey guys, so like as you all <laughs> definitely know, it's I like nobody knew that. Eat in the shower. It's so chill. <laughs> yeah, no, she said some of you might know this. It's like, how would we know that? Why would we know this? Some of you, aka like my close personal <laughs> friends who also eat in the shower, might know that I like to eat in the shower. It's very bizarre. I, I don't want to food shower shame, but it's not. I do. It's not sanitary. It just doesn't see. It doesn't and it seem can't enjoy- taste good either. And and it doesn't seem enjoyable. Like, when are you in a situation where you don't have time to just sit down and enjoy your meal pre or post shower? She's a she's a bad business bitch. She's I got mean, things to do. I recognize she's a mom. She's got a career. She's probably really busy. But she did not frame this as I do this to save time. She framed it as I genuinely enjoy eating in the shower. It's just like a nasty thing that she you, likes. But you can't wash yourself and eat at the same time. So no. are, are you just standing there while, while water falls on you and not cleaning yourself? Like you could just, you could just eat. To me, you would just eat it outside of the shower because you're not multitasking. You're standing, getting wet while you eat. You're not even washing yourself unless with one hand you're <laughs> chugging your cereal mug and with the other hand you're loofahing. You're loofahing like it makes no sense. No, me. you're so right because you need both hands to like lather yeah. up your shampoo. It doesn't pass like any test for me. The only way it would work is if you had a cup holder with a straw, but that's not even eating in the shower. That's drinking. She does drink in the shower. She did say coffee and tea. I, I just, this is, this is why it's been plaguing me for the past week is I'm like, I don't, I don't see how this can be true. And yeah. if it is true, she should have never shared this because now I'm having nightmares about it. Okay. Final question. Yes. If you had to, mm -hmm. what food would you eat in the shower? Oh, if you had no. to. Okay. So like, if I don't eat in the shower, I'll die. If you don't eat in oh. the shower, you're not going to eat all day. Okay. That's also just as serious <laughs> until you, you know, until you have a time okay. later, like let's say you're, you're showering before work. I don't know if you do that, but I don't, maybe I you do shower, not. maybe you shower at night. <laughs> I but do. Let's say you shower before work and you're running out of time. You're hungry. You need to eat something in the shower. There's no other way. Okay. So call back to Sunday. I would eat a Twizzler because I feel like that's something that if it got wet, I could just shake it off, you know, and that, it's it's not going to, it's not porous, you know, it's not bread or no. cereal where it like blends in. Like I could probably just shake off the Twizzler. Lauren, I'm like pissed that you just gave the perfect answer to that Sorry. question. Everybody's going to eat Twizzlers in the shower wait, now. Wait, no, you're so right. <laughs> that is the one food that you yeah. could eat in the shower because the outside of the Twizzler is much like a duck's feather. It's a spiral. It's waxy. So it just, it kind of would deflect all of the yeah. water. That's so smart. I can't even top that. <laughs> How would I top what? that? Well, okay. So if you can't say, if you can't be a Twizzler and oh, you had to eat in the shower, then what would it be? Okay. So originally I was saying steamed veggies because they're already steamed. That's so if the shower steams it more, then it would taste it. But I don't want to risk getting soap in my broccoli. I just don't want to eat hot food in the shower.
No, you're right. It would have to be a cold food. Oh, God. Or candy. Oh, you know, she also said popsicles, which to me, that's, you know what? I'm I'm calling dibs on popsicles. Okay, so you can take popsicle. That's not bad. Yeah, because it's obviously going to melt. And it's going to get all over you, but then you're in the shower. That so I can go down the drain. Cereal cannot go no. down the drain. A popsicle can. Also, have you seen my drain? You haven't. No. But, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> Why would I have seen your drain? I'm like, <laughs> have you seen my? Okay, you're Chandler. Also, you're also not, ex- you're not invited to see my drain, by the way. Now I need to see it. But like things are getting stopped Things in get there. caught. Yeah, yeah. like cornflakes are not going all the way down the drain. I think you have a pretty good second, Emily, with the popsicle. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I'll get one of those red, white, and blue ones. Why don't you just wash with it too? You know, put it under your arms. Oh, it's like I'm deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> you smell like cherry. Wait, you actually, now I'm being gross. It's like you really could, you know? It would feel, oh, it feels so good on my hives to put a cold. It's like ice I, therapy. Yeah. Or okay, you, I'm not going to do a popsicle, but I probably will bring ice into the shower now. Right. Wow. I was, I was just going to say, or you could just use ice. I could just use ice. Like, yeah. we don't need to make food into something <laughs> that it's not, you know? Right. Oh, God. Now I'm thinking back to when Jessica Simpson had all those skincare products that were edible. Do you remember this? <gasps> I do. Yeah, like whipped cream that you could moisturize Oh, my with. gosh. And then in the commercials, it showed her, like, licking it off her finger. What a throwback. I am so so grossed out by people mixing food with other things like with different purposes other than eating right food play fucking grosses me out I know they do it on 90 day fiance a lot like when they need to like spice things up in the bedroom they'll bring like strawberries and whipped cream no no no, no. it's totally separate it's totally I love I love food and I love a good sex, but you know, they're Please different keep activities they're different and they <laughs> we don't need to mix them like I like food. Also, don't and- feed me. That's weird. Oh, people feed- who feed each other. Feeding fetishes is a thing. I know. I, I actually don't know too much about it, Listen, but I'm very, as a fat person, I'm very familiar with feeders. It's a term. Have you been approached by yes, feeders? I have. Really? I have been approached by feeders. I've gotten. It's very sparse because it is not a huge demographic, but I have gotten DMs where it's like, "Oh, baby, I want to see you get so big. I'm going to feed you till you can't fit through the door." No. Okay. This is what's scary to it's me a real about thing. it. It's like um, the fetish comes from like wanting to control somebody. Yeah. So it's they want you to eat until you're immobile. Yeah. So they, That's like they the can thing. be the only one who's taking care of you, who's quote like attracted to you, so to speak, if you go by that metric. It's just you got know. dark. Yeah. So I'm very familiar with feeders. I'm also familiar with people will hit on me with like food things too. Okay. Like they'll be like, oh, we can, you know, we can have some fun with some like chicken fingers in the bedroom or something and it's like they think it's cute and funny because I'm like a fat girl who loves chicken but everybody loves chicken but let's keep it out of the bed I don't need barbecue sauce in my sheets no thanks when it comes to the plant-based eating debate there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy of course we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, 
plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y.com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun, but the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients and just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. 
Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way, because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash betches. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. God, I'm so triggered by that conversation. Should we get into Dear DST? I think everybody already stopped listening, so... <laughs> So time to give some advice. Time to give advice. All right. So we had a listener write in to us and they said, hi, DST, longtime listener and fan of DST. You up and oversharing. Yes, definitely go check out those podcasts. Great pods. I love all of the work you guys do. I have a weird question that I'm not sure has been asked before. The weirder, the better. <laughs> I like to eat in the shower. And <laughs> I don't know how to tell my What friend. should I pair with my shower wine? <laughs> For as long as I can remember, I've always struggled to finish the food on my plate. It's an unconscious habit 99% of the time. But recently, my boyfriend has made me more aware of it. I always tend to leave one or two bites of food on my plate. If I'm eating a burger, I will give the last bite to my boyfriend. I'll leave a few fries or even leave just one or two bites of veggies if I'm eating a stir fry. Just yesterday, I had an entire bowl of pasta, but couldn't fathom eating the last two chunks of zucchini. She couldn't fathom it. <laughs> I <laughs> I can't fathom eating that zucchini. It, um, I mean, I get it. it. It could be any type of food. I didn't really notice this until I started frequently going out to dinner with my boyfriend and then going out with everyone in his family as they are all plate cleaners. Have you two ever heard of this? I've never been diagnosed with an eating disorder, but I have had a stint in college where I was very into calorie counting apps and going to the gym for two plus hours a day. I grew up in a lower middle class household with an older brother and dad who would always finish my plate when I didn't and a Weight Watchers slash Almond Mom. That's a lot. <laughs> Currently, I don't feel insecure and I'm not worried about myself having an eating disorder, but I keep thinking about this habit of mine and where it came from. Is this common? Is this something to be mindful of or should I just carry on? Thanks for all of your help over the years. Sincerely, Last Bite Lucy. Oh, Last Bite Lucy. You are not the first and you won't be the last woman to have their eating habits become a subject of conversation. Or monitored. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, 
If that's the worst thing you do is leaving a couple bites of food on your plate, my initial reaction is I don't think there's anything to really worry same, about. Same. But to be fair, your boyfriend probably pointed this out because he's like, hey, I, I noticed you always leave the food. You know you can finish it, right? Especially if he's a plate cleaner. Maybe he feels like you're inhibited around food a yeah. certain way. But I don't know. I, I probably wouldn't have said anything if I was him because- a couple bites of food. It's like th that feels like normal behavior to me. Right. Um, it's also I feel like it's inappropriate. Like, you know how we don't we try not to comment on people's bodies. What you eat is also so personal mm -hmm. and you don't know what someone's dealing with. Like maybe they do have an eating disorder or something, you know, something you don't know about. Like to comment on what someone's eating or not eating to me is just like not the vibe. You know what? I agree because even if you don't like it, like even if you just don't like it, then it becomes an awkward thing where like you could have just subtly set the zucchini aside. Yeah. But now somebody's asking why you're not eating the zucchini. It's mm -hmm. like, well, I don't really like it, you know? And, and then, yeah. you know, even if that was the only reason. I will say it sounds like between your father and your brother being the plate cleaners when you were growing up, having the almond mom. It sounds like generally the kiss of death mm -hmm. um, <laughs> between all the things that you grew up with. So it's possible that maybe some of that is left over um, from growing up with an almond mom. Although, yeah, I, I don't know if it would translate into leaving some zucchini on your plate, but, the, but it could. Like, I want to give her props for having this thought experiment in the first place. Like, I think it's good to look inward to be like, why do I do this? You know? Yeah. It's always good to, to be like, oh, this thing that I do that I've never really thought about, is it just the way I am mm -hmm. or is it informed by something else? Something that happened to me or a belief that right. I have about myself. I think these are all healthy thoughts. Like maybe before you were not cleaning your plate for diet culture reasons, but now, because she's saying she's not really of that mindset anymore, I bet you now it's more of like a natural intuitive eating thing that she's doing. Okay. You know, yeah. and then it's just like, well, is this okay? And I'm going to say, yes, it's okay. I think it's, it's really just a couple of bites. I, you know? I really think it's like way, it, I don't, I don't want to use the word healthy or unhealthy. I just feel like it's a better mental state to be in. At least it, it has been for me mm -hmm. when I don't feel the need to clean my plate. Right. I think feeling the need to clean your plate all the time can be a little more toxic than just leaving a couple bites well, that's, because that's yeah. what you're comfortable doing. And it's not everything isn't diet culture. Like we unlearned so many things from childhood. Like don't swim 30 minutes after you. Yeah. I always something. heard an hour, which you know? was like not doable <laughs> at all. An hour? Yeah. The sun's going to go down. <laughs> That's too long. Too long. But yeah, we have all these food messages around us all the time. And it sounds like you and your boyfriend come from two different like food cultures, you know? Mm -hmm. And so there's like a little bit of a clash happening with comparing. But I think these food cultures can coexist. I think so too. The, the one other thing I will say yeah. is... If you think that you're leaving meals like still a little bit hungry sometimes, clearly not the case with the zucchini. Ooh, great point, Emily. You couldn't fathom eating it. So you were probably you must full. Have been full. You yeah. were full. But if there are some times when you feel like it's truly a force of habit mm -hmm. and you really could finish it, you're giving it to your boyfriend 
because it's a force of habit, because like maybe you grew up giving the boys the last bite of food. And that is another thing that Mm -hmm. is very real. When you're a woman is when you're growing up, it's like, oh, your brother needs more food than you. Yeah. I I have an older brother. It was always like that. It was always like, he's a growing boy, but it was Mm -hmm. never like, she's a growing girl, you know? So he always needed more food. At least that was the belief in my family. So if you think like you've been conditioned to give the boys the food that you actually really do want deep down, then you could revisit it and maybe try cleaning your plate. That's a great call out. I would say off of what you're saying, Emily, just ask like ask your body. I know I keep I always go back to this. Listen like, to her. Listen to her. Like when you when you have a little bite left on your plate and you're, you know, oscillating between do I just hand this to my boyfriend or am I full? Just ask your body. You you don't even have to say it out loud. Just like touch your stomach and be like, are you good? Like, do you need it? Do you want? Yeah, definitely don't say that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Lean all the way over, face your stomach and I, say, you good, girl? You good? I think it's going to help, you know, because I, it sounds like she can't tell. So if I say like take yeah. two seconds and not out loud, ask your body if she's good. And if she wants to eat the last fries for hunger or emotional reasons, like just take them, you know, and if your body's like, I'm good, like pass it to your boyfriend. Yeah. And, you know, we had a dietitian on here um, from what what the actual fork, Sammy, and she has been putting videos. I've been seeing more of her her videos lately. And she always says, be curious. Mm. And I really like that. It's like sometimes you're really not sure if you're full satiety is so hard it's or, so difficult like hunger cues sure easy that's like level one but satiety takes so long to cue into it really does you and know I, and you're never going to get it perfect it's, I had a okay. hard time like knowing I sometimes I still do sometimes mm-hmm. I think I'm still hungry and then whoa 20 minutes later I'm like okay maybe I ate a little too much but yeah so just be curious don't see it as a failure if you accidentally yeah, over or under it's not a test but what you said about this being potentially an intuitive eating win, mm. I relate to that so much because sometimes there's literally only two bites yeah, left on the be plate. Like one fry, and I'm like, well, I don't want it. <laughs> like, I, I can. It's so cool though. I can feel myself. I know that if I have two or three more bites, I'll be too full. Mm-hmm. Like, I can feel it in my body, and it's so cool when you tune into that. Yeah. So maybe you're just already able to do that, and that's awesome. I mean, we're naturally intuitive eaters when there's, like, research on it. Like When to- you're born. Toddlers intuitively eat. They eat just enough food. And so if you've been, like, slowly pulling yourself out of, like, almond mom mentality and diet culture stuff, it sounds like you might be an intuitive eating savant. And you yeah. just are stopping, you're stopping eating when you're full. Oh, I love that. Intuitive <laughs> eating savant. We're not calling you an idiot, by the way. It's just. No, savant means smart, doesn't yeah, it? Sav- yes, but, am, am but I the it's idiot? often used with idiot savant, meaning like you're not good at anything else. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. You've never heard that before? No. Yeah. It's oh like, my God, I if to- I'm an idiot savant in chess, I'm really great at chess, but everything else I'm a moron. Okay. I'm a moron. <laughs> moron. And you're not a moron last bite, Lucy. No, no. Um, I I, really, from the sound of this email, I think you're doing everything right. I I think, I I honestly think people shouldn't really comment about the way that you're eating. But if you truly are concerned about it, get curious. Next time you have a meal, just think about it. Ask your belly if she's good. (laughs) 
And if you make a mistake, that's a learning experience. I think it's cute to ask your body if she good. No, I agree. And again, if there's like nothing wrong, if everything's fine, then it can't hurt to be curious and ask yourself yeah. questions. Keep being curious, Lucy. It's good to ask yourself questions. Thank you so much for writing in. Send your dear DSTs to DST at Betches.com and we will answer them on the show. Doesn't need to be related to eating or intuitive eating or dieting or yeah, eating disorders. Let's talk about personal boundaries yeah. and like self-care stuff. Tell us why you hate your therapist. <laughs> oh yeah, I can definitely help people dump their therapists if anybody's having some issues. That's actually really hard for a lot with of people. Their, yeah. But you've dumped a therapist before. I've dumped two. I've only had therapists dump me. So that's way harsh. But like not because <laughs> not because they hated me, but because I can't they like fix moved. you. Nobody can fix you. No. <laughs> this was a last resort. I quit. <laughs> it was always because they were like moving to different practices or like no longer took my insurance gotcha. or like things like that. But it's so frustrating because then you need to shop for a new one. Um, no, it's the worst. But anyway, yeah. So anything related to your personal health, wellness. Yeah. which And that encompasses goals. a lot of things. Yeah. And, you know, we're figuring this out as we go. So just, you know, write us a letter. Write us a letter. That's it for today's episode. Be sure to send your questions to DST at Betches.com to get them answered. Follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram. If you like this episode, please write us a review. And don't forget to check out our DST merch on shop.betches.com rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And of course, follow me at Lauren Hope Crass. Follow me at Lubination. And we're always with you through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Rebecca Steinberg and Lauren Hope Crass. Editing by Rebecca Steinberg. Social media by Lauren Hope Crass. Guest booking by Allie Friedlander. Be sure to follow Diet Starts Tomorrow on all socials and send us your emails to dst at betches.com or your voicemails to 212-287-5650. Betches.